Hey, we're Skyping again this week. We'll be back in the Artichoke Cafe soon. Ben Landsberg is with me today. He's a composer, singer, multi-instrumentalist, and one half of Wanderly with Jim Bronberg. They make music for other people's films and have been releasing their own films with their own music. There's one on D.B. Cooper on this page and a new song at the end of our conversation. Ben has also transformed the lowbrow corral into an online lowbrow corral. Let's meet Ben Landsberg. Ben, welcome to Not the Artichoke Cafe. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Pleasure we'll, we'll, to be. We'll be back in here. there. We'll be back in there someday, and and and, oh, uh, no. and and I'll be able to sit across the table and talk to somebody, and 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 see actually see their mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be good. Because <laughs> you know, if if you it, the eyes may be the windows to your soul, but I believe that I think <laughs> your mouth is the window to your soul. Ooh, I because like that. You know, yeah. eyes can you can have laughing eyes, but it's not like mm-hmm. not, not not like a laugh coming out of your mouth. You know. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I guess it depends on whether you're an audio or a visual person. You know. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I don't know what I am. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so Wanderly is you and Jim Brunberg. Pretty much. That's right. Yeah. How long have you yeah, guys been? I mean. We- Oh, sorry. I was gonna say it's us, but we we do a number of collaborations as well. Well, uh, doesn't it's, it's Portland? It's Portland, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The city, city that collaborate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how long have has Wanderly been together? You know, we did the math recently. I I, I want to say right around five years we've been together. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. We we got together. I think the first gig we did was was actually a podcast theme. Um, much of our work has been has been kind of in that uh, in that realm of uh, of music for podcasts and soundtracks and uh-huh. film and all sorts of things like that. But uh, yeah, it was a um, it was back. I want to say it was right around the time of the uh, Boston Marathon bombing trial uh-huh. of Sarnia. Um and WBUR was doing a podcast about it and. I, I, it was the kind of thing I think where they they had somebody else to do the music and and it wasn't quite working out so they they called us kind of at the eleventh hour or they called Jim that is at, yeah. at the eleventh hour and said hey can you, you know, like we need this thing in like twenty four hours can you give us something <laughs> um, and and it was a crazy it's 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 a crazy story because I was I was at the airport at the time about ready to get on a flight to of all places Tulsa Oklahoma wow. <laughs> no right like I, I, for it gets weirder for a, a performance art festival, if you can imagine, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So wow. it was Jeez. About to go like, into that is hard to twilight, imagine. The Twilight Zone. Yeah, they, they actually yeah. they have a really cool uh, performance art thing going on over there. But um, but but anyway, my my flight uh, my flight got canceled, and I was like, oh shit. Well, and and then I got this message from Jim, and he's like, hey, do you want to come play some viola on this thing that I'm working on? And I was like. Sure. <laughs> so I went over to his house. We we knocked the thing out. It ended up working out perfectly, and uh, and that was the beginning of Wonderly. Wow. Yeah. Where the name Where the name come from? Uh, it came from us driving on Highway 30 out towards Astoria. So <laughs> if you drive on 30, uh, you, you I think it's right as you get past Linton. I want to say you know uh-huh. maybe maybe before it's r- around Rainier. Um, there's uh you'll see a really wonderful sign for something called Wonderly Road. 
And it, it, if you take a left, you can go on Wonderly Road. Uh, I've gone on Wonderly Road before. It's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, but we we were we were both heading out to the to the, to the coast for for some kind of a gig, and this was before we we had the uh, the name. Um, and, and we we both looked at it and we were like, "That's a cool name." <laughs> and, and that was that. Wow. We've been wondering wow. ever since. So have you? Been, were you playing with Jim before there was a Wonderly? Oh yeah, yeah. Jim and I we've been we've been collaborating. I. On, on various things, um, I want to say I want to say for almost 15, 16 years. Um, wow. He was a producer on on a number of projects. I I, I did a bunch of work uh, in the past and, and continue to uh, 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 sometimes with, with, with Holcomb Waller. Um, uh-huh. And and on one of our uh, on one of the records we were working on, Jim was Jim was doing some production work, and. Uh, so I, I worked with him in that capacity, and then we were in a few bands together. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a band called Louis LaRue that we were in together, and then a band called Year Afar that we were in together. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we, yeah, we we played in, I don't I don't know, we I, I think we played in like maybe six or seven bands. At one point we were, like, we just run into each other at every single, like, musical thing that yeah. each other was yeah. like, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you again. You and and then, we, yeah. then we kind of yeah. kind of figured it out that maybe that was a sign. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've only worked with him once. Well, no, he's been on the podcast a couple of times, but yeah. uh, I only worked with him really. Uh, uh, well, I've known him for years too, because everybody knows Jim. Uh, course, yeah. But uh, I was on his podcast one time too. Oh, Rome schooled. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah. I worked on that as well. We wonderly did the the music for it, and I uh-huh. I did I did some some uh, you know kind of minor produ- I, I would not call myself a producer, but I, uh, I I did some production work for it as well. Uh, I, I was on the one uh, about old hippies. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Right, that, that was, was pretty good. good, except for except for Hugh Romney, who was like. Oh, you mean, you mean uh, wavy? <laughs> wavy gravy. Yeah, I mean, Hugh Romney's his real name. But, yeah, right, yeah. yeah, and he was, uh, you know, too much, too much dope. Sorry, sorry, oh, oh, sorry, Wavy. Okay. Just too much, too many, too many years, too much dope. Okay. <laughs> but that was fun to do, and uh, so um, uh, you, you've got this new video now. Did mm-hmm. did you do the video part or just do the music part? Are you talking about the DB Cooper? The DB Cooper. Yeah. So, um, well, we we both did. So Jim directed the film. You know, uh-huh. it's, it's it's really. It's, you know, it's 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 kind of a a short film, short narrative film. Um, we co-wrote the song, uh, and then and then Jim Jim was really the director for the film. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And we and we both, uh, yeah, it was just it was just us kind of trading verses on the song. Uh huh. Like, well, where do you yeah. think he is? What? <laughs> DB. <laughs> Man, he's in our imaginations. I know. Uh, I know. He's captured all of our. <laughs> he's in the in the mythos. Um. He, uh, yeah, you know, I, it's funny. HBO just did a big uh, film on, oh, yeah. on him, oh, and, I saw uh, it. and it was yeah, I thought it was pretty fantastic. And uh, I mean, the, the fact is, there are so many people out there either claiming to be DB Cooper or you know, people who say that their relative was DB Cooper. Uh, yeah, I, I have no idea. Even after the amount, because of course, once we wrote the song, we were like, we gotta figure this mystery out. Of you know? course, we, we looked into it, and it's just. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I I like to think I I do like to think that he is still around. Um, you know, living, <laughs> living somewhere up in like a washdoogle or something. <laughs> well, but, you know, uh, every, every over the years, every once in a while, 
um, Inside Edition calls me up to go produce video for them. Oh, wow. Well, I don't know, they don't need more, but, you know, because nobody's doing anything. But um, right. uh, And about five years ago, they called me because they had a D.B. Cooper story. And oh, there wow. was some guy in Southern Oregon who was who was there, there were there were two guys from 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 Washington, um, kind of sketchy guys, who were who who had written a book claiming that this guy in Southern Oregon was D.B. Cooper. It was right. obviously wasn't true, right? right? But I went yeah. out, I interviewed the guy in Southern Oregon, shot him flying his plane, interviewed the two guys, and we had to do the when did the interview with the two guys. It had to be in a hotel room, so we so we didn't know where they lived, and was, mm. and, and I interviewed some of the people in, in the HBO special too, the 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 the, uh, the feds. Oh wow! Uh, wow. Uh, but uh, no, nah, it wasn't him. Wasn't, of course not. Oh yeah, so. no, no. no, I know, I know. It, it's it's crazy. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, the, and the possibility. The thing is too that it it may have just it may have been somebody that nobody ever figured out. You know, like he he jumped out of the plane and didn't make it to the ground yeah you know now in one piece um it's tricky it's tricky writing mm -hmm. a song about a criminal <laughs> mm -hmm. you know yeah. i mean woody That's guthrie cool woody guthrie used to do that all the time wrote P pretty boy floyd you know mm -hmm. uh but uh uh how, how, how did you deal with that because he's not exactly a hero except everybody thinks he's a hero Right, I know, and th well, I think that that's that kind of axis of tension is what is what brought us to to write in the first place because it's like, oh yeah, DB Cooper, so cool, and it's like, wait, no, he was like a terrorist, right? You know? Like <laughs> that's not cool, you know? Like it's it, it's a whole you know white privilege thing, you know? That, yeah. that, that he's uh, you know that he's lauded, you know? Um, he, it's, and um. But but I, th I think I, I think that was one of the reasons we we wrote it was simply because we found that aspect of it you know uh, fascinating like like he's a myth you know like and and obviously there's there's something like you know heroic about what he did but then there's also there's also the fact that yeah he was a criminal and a terrorist and, yeah <laughs> you know but really ultimately a bad guy so yeah wow. wow. Have you had any feedback about that? Uh, you know, not. We we've talked about it in some interviews, but uh, but no, mm. I haven't. I haven't. Uh, not not from not from any any listeners anyway. So oh. <laughs> yeah, not so far. Wow. But, but I, yeah. I, I'd, I'd I'd love to talk about it more. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's it's a great story. It's just a great mm -hmm. story. You know whether yeah. you know. I mean, um, hey, doesn't everybody like The Godfather? Right, exactly. Doesn't everybody like Goodfellas? That's a good point. I yeah, mean, really. Yeah. It's, 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 it's lionized. Um, yeah. Some 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 of this stuff and the wire, I, you know. Yeah. 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 And I mean, and we do like we, you know, as much as we love to root for the good guy, you know, I think it's it's also in us to root for for the bad guy. Yes. Know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was what was the what, what were the letters the initials D B? Do you remember what what I don't remember what what they. And I don't. Oh, you know, right, I, right. I don't know what the B was for. Yeah. Uh, actually, but I but I know what, like Dan Cooper was was kind of what he, uh, or anyway, what the people after you know like like who claimed to be DB Cooper that they would they all said they were Dan Cooper. So. so have you stopped researching it? 
Um, <laughs> I don't think I will ever stop researching. There you it go. Up. There you go. I understand. But, um, I, I did. I did. I did the TV story. I understand completely. Yeah. No. It, well, it, because it just keeps sucking you in. It's just like, wait a sec. This thing, and then that right, thing, and right, like right. that doesn't make sense. And then here's this other person. You know. You know. So. The, an enigma wrapped in a mystery, and, and then they found the money in a, in a little. In a, in a, in they a, found part of the money. I know, yeah. I know. And like, how did it get there? You know, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a, you know, it was supposed to be like way upstream, and then I guess it's some. Uh, it's just, it's such a crazy story. Well, we will, we'll put that video on the page here. Oh, cool! Thank you. When we put the story up. So, thank you, thank you. listen, how many instruments do you play? Uh, well, let me see. Myself, I play. <laughs> Basically anything with strings on it. Okay. Um, so I, uh, my 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 first instrument was was the violin, and then you know I, I started playing that when I was like three or four years old, and then shortly after that started playing piano. Um, in uh, when I was 13 years old, gave up the violin and also kind of the piano at that point, and took up the viola and the upright bass. So I started, Insta I started instead of, instead of a rock guitar. What's that? No, no rock guitar. Rock wow. guitar came like a lot later. No. No, I wanted I wanted to be in. Uh, so I grew up here in Portland, and I really uh -huh. wanted a seat in the uh, in the youth philharmonic. And ah. I knew I couldn't get there playing <laughs> playing the violin because because there was a lot of competition. But I was like, I can do I can do viola. So I uh, um, so I, I I became a violist. Uh, and then it's it's interesting too because I at, at that point um, I was lucky enough to have an incredible high school teacher named Greg McKelvey uh, who worked at Wilson High School who. I, I don't even remember how he did this, but he he basically just told me that I was going to be a bassist. Like I think he just like saw me in the hallway and he was like, "It's like I need a bassist for for, for our jazz band," wow. you know. And and then he he like he was just like, "You're going to play bass," and it was like a Jedi mind trick. And I was like, "I'm going to play bass." <laughs> so, so I like I learned I learned electric bass, and then and then I you know shortly thereafter learned um, learned upright. But I was really I was so lucky to be able you know because uh, at, at that time it was at wilson high school in portland uh and we got to work with people like mel brown their oh, memory and yeah, uh yeah. Mark perry came in sometimes and, like just these amazing amazing musicians uh would would, would come in and, and and do uh and do master classes with us so what what, what year what ron what year was that uh i i graduated in 95 from uh, -huh. uh, uh -huh. high school so it was yeah. uh um, I, I don't know. You, you probably know uh, Chris Brown. Um, sure. Son. Chris, Chris was in the band at the same time I was, and we uh -huh. we collaborated a lot in, in high school. That was prime time for bass players in Portland. For yeah. Some, for some reason, there were so many great bass players in Portland around that time. There was mm -hmm. Friesen and Glenmore yep. and yep. uh, Captain yep. and all these other people that I'm forgetting now. But there were, there were there were so many of them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know, I know, and I, I I would go to the jam sessions all the time and just like kind of worship at the <laughs> at the feet of these guys. It's yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Well, that must have been inspiring. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, it was. It was. I, I was just thinking the other day about how like you know these these jam sessions that, that used to happen. Like I got to play with Dave Frischberg when I was like a thirteen year old, you know, fourteen year old kid. You wow. know, like wow. you know, one of these sessions, you know. Yeah. Um. Because they they used to they used to let minors in, you know, if you could if you could play and uh and I you know, I was lucky enough to, to get up on stage with them and uh yeah. Uh you know, but I mean it was true, you know, like I mean obviously, you know, Ron Steen and, and sure. Mel and all all these people, you know, it's a yeah, I mean what a what what an incredible time for uh for jazz in, in the city though. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
so no horns? Uh, not for me. No, that's that's Jim. Okay. Jim Jim's the yeah. Jim. Yeah. Like I can't. I can sing, but I can't play any uh, anything that I have to blow into somehow. Um, I wonder but, why but that is. Play, what's that? I wonder why I, that is. I, it's. I think it's just my musculature. Like uh-huh. you know, some uh-huh. people have a lot of trouble getting the coordination with the. Uh-huh. Um, their hands, you know, to, to play uh, a string instrument. I just, you know, I try to make a sound on a trumpet or even like a tuba, you know, like, you know, <laughs> anything. I just like, you know, it's just, just amorphous. I, I And I tried. I tried. Like, I tried to play the clarinet for a while, and it just made my lips burn. And, you know, I, just, <laughs> yeah, I, took, it, I took that as a sign also. I was just like, I'll leave that to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jeez. I love arranging for those instruments. I mean, like, uh-huh. on a, like brass choir is one of my favorite things to 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 arrange for. You know, other than other than you know person, you know voice choir. Uh, but uh, yeah. Um, but then I also I, I play percussion, um, uh, keyboards. I was a I, I've I've in in the last several years uh, been a church organist at some times. Really? <laughs> yeah. 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 Interesting. Good. Yeah. I worked uh, actually for for a lot of my career. One of my kind of steady side gigs was in the Episcopal Church as a uh, huh. as a singer and, uh, and uh, uh, usually like an assistant or or the just music director at, at these churches. And and part of that is is uh, playing the organ. So had to wow. had to learn how to use my feet too. Wow, have you ever played a theater organ? I I. I not well, but yes. I, which, which one? I which, which one? I've I've done stories on, and I found all of them in Oregon. Oh, really? Yeah. What, oh, no, this wasn't in Oregon. This was, uh, oh, oh. This was. This was back when I was in uh, when I was in Connecticut, um, and I can't even remember. But no, I I know. Like I I grew up. You know, I grew up going to the organ grinder in the yes. <laughs> in, London, yes. And, yeah. 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 And love loving that. Um, that was but, closed yeah. by the time I got to do that story. Oh yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Did you, you did a story about it? I did a, I did a three-page story in the Oregonian when there were three-page mm. stories in the Oregonian. Oh, my and, God. And I did a, I did a 15-minute piece for Oregon Artbeat. On, oh, wow. And, and I went around and found oh, them all. I, fa- I, I found, found them all. It was amazing. Yeah. You know, wow. Do you know, you know Keith Schreiner from uh, Dahlia? Yeah. Okay. Yes, I, I don't know him personally, but, I, but I, I, uh, I'm a fan of his work. Yeah. I was a big fan at that time. And of course, that's when Dahlia still existed. Mm. And... I took him down to the one that's at the uh, it's downtown at the at the uh, at the Masons at the Mason Mason Hall. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, just to and he had never played one before. Mm. And I just set him down in front of it, and he just went nuts. <laughs> he wow! Lost his mind, and oh he tried and, and he he tried to you know um, uh, play all his. Because he's he's play, he plays electronics, but he still is a keyboard player, right? Anyway, mm. it was it was it was much fun, much fun. Wow, that sounds amazing. I I would love to, you know. I mean, I I, I know what fun I had when I was when I was playing playing yeah. the one that I got to play, but uh, but did, I, I I can just imagine like seeing somebody experience that yeah. for the first time. Did yours literally have have the bells and whistles? Had some of them, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All the crazy and the percussion and uh, yeah, so, yeah. Was it? Yeah. But it was fun. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. <laughs> How are you not going to have fun doing that? I mean, I understand. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so tell me about this—the uh, um, uh, low bar uh, chorale 
project. Lobar Corral. So Lobar Corral is something that I uh, I, I co-created, co-founded with uh, with Kate Sokoloff back in 2016. So Kate mm-hmm. is uh, one of the founders of Livewire. Um, yes. Of, and she uh, and she came to me and, and it was right after David Bowie had died, um, and she was she just thought it would be a really cool thing to have a um, to have some kind of you know a a choral remembrance. It was like, you know, it was almost like a, a memorial in a way, but, uh, but a celebration, a celebration of Bowie's songs. Um, and we ended up doing it, uh, doing it at the, um, at OMSI in the planet. Mm-hmm. And, and we had, I think like four or five just drop in, uh, rehearsals before that, where I taught these arrangements that I had done, um, to, it, it was for all comers, so it was a completely drop-in uh, experience, uh, and we ended up with about 200 people who showed up to uh, <laughs> to sing, uh, you know, uh, "Space Oddity" and uh, uh-huh. "Life on Mars" and and songs like that. Um, and after that event, uh, so many people just wanted to continue doing it that we made it a uh, a, a twice monthly thing that happened at Rev Hall uh-huh. ever since the ever since the uh, kind of the summer of. Uh, of 2016. So this, so we're, you know, uh, well into our, our fifth year of that. Um, uh, and it's, you know, it's gone incredibly strong for, for that entire time. We, we had a giant Prince sing along back uh-huh. in 2019 in Pioneer uh-huh. Square, 2000 people showed up to sing Prince with like, you know, Edna <laughs> Vasquez and China Forbes. And, um, you know, I've, I've, over the years I've managed to, to get together this like crazy super band of, uh, yeah. Portland players, you know, people who play with like uh, um, Brandy Carlisle and uh, Blind mm-hmm. Pilot and mm-hmm. uh, Eels, and um, so it's uh, uh, it's it's been incredible. Uh, since COVID, we have had to take it. Uh, obviously, we, we can't bring you know hundreds of people into a room together and like you know and, and teach them uh, uh, yeah, three part harmony for songs. So we uh, so. I've been doing it essentially from from my living room as a uh, wow. uh, as a streaming uh, sing along that, uh-huh. that we that we put on our our Facebook page. Uh, every it's well I, for for about God how many months I think it was nine months we did we did one every uh, every Tuesday night. Wow. For about nine. Um, and and like for 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 a number of months it was just me um, in in the room. But then uh, once once things kind of opened up. I was able to get the band back together, and uh, we did some from Alberta Street uh, Pub, mm-hmm. some uh, from people's backyards. We would just go to somebody's backyard and like, yeah. set up shop with our yeah. streaming thing, and I mean, it was <laughs> pretty ridiculous. But also, like, I, I feel like we're gonna look back on it and be like, "That's that's what we did in COVID." You know? <laughs> like, any means necessary, we 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 uh, we, we kept things going. Um, we uh, so this was all on Zoom. Uh, no, it was on Facebook. Oh, okay. And it still is. Yeah, we we use Facebook for it just because Zoom, like because of, of issues, with, you know, with yeah, Zoom with yeah. its connectivity and everything. <clears throat> Facebook's connectivity is much better. Um, it's a, you know, it's obviously we can't have everybody. You know, I can't hear everybody singing back at me. You know, right, so it's right. it's me, is me leading this thing and and imagining that <laughs> that everybody's singing together. But um, but one of the things that we did very recently was to put together a virtual choir of uh-huh. um of folks uh singing god only knows the yes. uh, beach boys brian wilson song uh-huh. um and that was a i mean it was it was a 
it was a lot. You know, I, I had to create all the, the, the a bunch of preparatory materials and, um, uh, you know, like lots of, you know, handholding for people, you know, because everybody who wanted to be a part of it had to make their own video of them singing their own part. Oh, my God. And then sing- yeah, so it was a, and, and we, we had we to, had and the, you had you had to sync them all, sync them all up. Yep. Yeah. Wow. I did that. Um, yeah, we ended up with 150 singers, um, 150 videos, uh, and yeah, I put it together. I, I, it, it turned out great. And it, and as as a kind of uh, cherry on 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 top of the whole thing, uh, Brian Wilson actually ended up sharing it on his Facebook page. That's amazing. Totally, and uh, and so did Al Jardine, which I thought was really yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> and they but, were all they were they all kept the right time. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the way that you do it is to is to create um, kind of a, a backing track. So when yeah, they sing their part, yeah. they're singing along to that. So as long as you've got something to clap to to a uh, sorry to to sync it up like a clap, you know, if yeah. everybody claps at the same time. Yeah. It's pretty easy to just you know knock it all into place. Wow, that's great. And, and everybody, all the singers did an amazing job with it too. I mean, like, I I didn't do. I mean. I didn't have to do like there's no uh, pitch correction or time correction or anything like that. You know, I I just I added some reverb basically. You know, <laughs> but it was, a, it was a great project, and we're planning to do um, to do another one actually starting in a couple of weeks. So what what for what tune? Not sure yet. I'm trying. It'll oh. it'll be something kind of Valentine's Day related. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm still figuring that out. But hey, man, I'd I'd love to have you as part of it if you want to. I can't <laughs> sing. Oh come on! I'll bet you can. I can't oh, sing. That's that's what low bar is for, though. It's for the people. Who think <laughs> well, they thank can't you. Sing. I'd lo- I'd love to try. Yeah, man. I'd love I would. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of somebody who really can sing, <laughs> mm. yeah, I yeah. know you work with one of my favorite people in the whole world, which is Rachel Taylor Brown. That's right. That's right. What's that like to work? What is that like to work with her? She has been. I mean. Basically, ever since I came back to Portland, you know, I I, I grew up here, uh, went off to school back east, uh, was was a musician in New York for uh, for a number of years, and then I moved back. And very shortly after, I uh, I started I start like I can't even remember how. I think we met through classical singing actually, because I uh-huh. I do a lot of well like um, singing with like Portland Baroque Orchestra or or, yeah. or no, it was the Trinity Consort that we were both singing with is a, a uh-huh. one. Uh, um, doing doing like Charpentier or something like that, mm-hmm. but uh, but I I met her through that and I was like, like there sometimes you there are just these people that you you like see them and you're like, this is gonna be a person that has an impact on my life and yeah. Shortly after that, she invited me to to come and uh, you know just collaborate a bit. Um, she was she was looking to create kind of a small ensemble to work on on her songs. Um, uh, and it ended up being me and, uh, and this guy, Chris Robley. Uh, uh-huh. uh, um, but, uh, working with Rachel, I mean, like she's a genius. I mean, she is an absolute, like I would say that about her, like, well, I mean, I just did like, she's her, her songwriting, um, is so singular and yet so reminiscent of like, you know, it, it, it harkens, you know, mostly to like Randy Newman, like mixing with like Benjamin Britten or something. Yes. You know, like yeah, uh, yeah. But it's, it's like yeah. the best. It's the best kind of uh, essential, condensed uh, songwriting that I that I feel like anybody's doing right now. It's it's it's, it's just amazing. And 
I and I gotta say that she, you know, for for somebody who is like that, you know, and has that kind of uh, crystalline vision of of what she's doing, she um, she's very nice. <laughs> she's like she's really wonderful. Nice she's wonderful. She's so cool. She I really know. Is. She's just she's just amazing and yeah. and and so generous and every, you know and and, and everything you know. Uh, uh, as, as far as a collaborator, but she also, you know, she very much knows exactly what what she wants as far as arrangement and as far as sound and everything. And uh, yeah, it's it is just a pleasure to what, work what with her. What instruments do you play on really, uh, the, on her albums? What instruments do you play on her albums? Um, I played a lot. Uh, often yeah. viola, mm-hmm. um, but then sometimes guitar. Um, mm-hmm. I, I often sing. I think I've done maybe some keyboard stuff. Uh, Trying to think if I've played anything weirder than that. I mean, I, yeah. you know, I, 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 when we did live shows, I, I played the trash can with her <laughs> a number of times. But, uh, but, but I, but I don't. I think it was. I think Lee Marble actually played that on on on, uh-huh. on that song on record. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I uh, just an assortment of things. But, uh, but usually, strings. She'll, she'll do everything from that beautiful tune about Saint. I forget which Saint it was. The one who loved uh, animals. Saint Francis the CC. Yeah, or, that beautiful, beautiful yeah, that, song, right? Cool. And then she'll do Little Fucker. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> did you play on Little Fucker? I did. Yeah, I did. I did. I played. There's uh, something to put on your resume. Little Fucker. I know. I, 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 <laughs> and everybody knows somebody who's a little fucker. What's that? <laughs> everybody knows somebody who's a little fucker. You know that person. Yeah, that is, uh, it's, it's incredible. Uh, she... <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of what I played. I played viola on that, little mm-hmm. pizzicatos. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I love that tune. But that song about Saint Francis, I used to when I was doing a, a a different show, a different KMHD show that I'm doing now. I'm doing a, I do a soul music show now. But back when it was still at Mount Hood, I would they they gave me a four hour shift from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. and I would mm. always close the show with that song about Saint Francis. Oh wow! Because it was—it's so beautiful. It's, yeah, what a what a beautiful way to close out a show too. The birds yeah. sing hallelujah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one that one gets me every time. I just thinking about it, I just kind of start. Yeah. It's, me uh, too. Me too. Me it's too. It's a great one. Yeah. It's funny when I when I when I used to work actually as a church musician, I would I would play that one in church. You know, it's perfect. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. It is perfect. Yeah. Because it's, it's perfect. perfect for anything. It is. It really yeah, is. Yeah. It's a yeah. I, I, <laughs> we are we're, we're we're lucky we're lucky to have her in Portland. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and 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 we have fun when we do these things. These. Oh, the, good. Yeah. I mean, I, I always look for I always look forward to it. Uh, and she, she's done it a number of times, and she always complains mm-hmm. about it. But then we have fun, and then we go have breakfast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a lot of my interactions with Rachel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the breakfast, the bre- the brekkies, brekkies yeah. are. are, yeah. are <laughs> so are, are are you writing a lot? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you know, for the the stuff for Wonderly, absolutely. Jim and I uh, uh, co-write everything with that. So, uh-huh. we, and we keep each other really busy. We're uh, this this. The full next, you know, this EP drops uh, at the end of this month, and we're going to follow it up very shortly with another, you know, five or six song EP, and then we're wow. and then we're working on the next thing. So we're we're mm-hmm. pretty much constantly writing, um, you know, like sometimes, it, you know, sometimes it's both of us working on the same song. Sometimes one of us will kind of take the driver's seat on, um, 
on, on a song, but but ultimately, ultimately uh, that that collaboration. I mean, I, I I don't know if I said this enough about Jim when we were talking earlier, but his, I mean, what an incredible collaborator. And I mean, you know, another person that I absolutely consider to be a genius. He um, he is uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, he's a polymath. You know, he can do he can do so many so many incredible things. Um, but uh, but but as a songwriter and, and a producer, like yeah, I've just never. I've, I've I've never quite worked with anybody like that who is so much a, like everything everything adds like I don't feel like there's a lot of uh, shutting things down it's 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 a lot of like okay like now we're here and like let's see what the next creative step here is or the next mm-hmm. lateral step to get it's uh, it's, it's a it's a pretty it's a fascinating process and it's um it's it's a it's a little bit harder when we're not actually in the same space you know um, when we're uh, when, when we're doing it, uh, um, remotely, uh, because, because yeah, I mean, when it's just, when it's firing, um, right, it's, right. It's, it's so much, you know, it's just so much faster, but, but we have been able to like, since, since COVID hit, uh, we, I think we've done like five podcast themes and, uh, <laughs> we score, we finished scoring a movie. Um, <laughs> and you know, and we, so, so, so we, 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 we keep working, but yeah. Do you have a favorite film composer? Oh man! Oh, that is such a hard question. Um, of course. <laughs> damn! Yeah. How can oh, you choose? Man, man. Yeah, I mean the one. Like, I'm just gonna say the first one that comes to my mind because there are so many great ones. Um, yeah. Nicholas Breitel, okay. I would say is. Uh, um, you know, he's he. I don't know if you if you watch uh, Succession on HBO. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, that's his theme. Um, uh-huh. You know, he's got this kind of neoclassical meets uh-huh. hip hop um, yeah, yeah. thing that I feel like he he like it's a really uh, a singular voice in that. Uh, Cliff Martinez is another uh-huh. That, uh-huh. I, that I just think is absolutely amazing. Uh, Terrence Blanchard. I was just watching. Uh, oh gosh, I can't remember which. Uh, uh, oh, I think it was Black Klansman, um, and his his uh, oh, yeah. score for that is absolutely yeah, incredible. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, no, I I I mean. I have a lot of yeah. them. But, my, uh, my favorite, my favorite, just died last year. More, more oh. uh, Yep. Yeah, he makes me cry. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Makes, yeah. Not, not, not the, not the spaghetti westerns, but everything else. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That. Uh, um, oh gosh, what's the? Is it Nina Nona? The, the, the. There's this one very repetitive. I, I, shoot, I can't remember. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, I, I know what you mean. It his, uh, it's it's just it's such emotional. Like his, and his 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 ability to to you know to to use the orchestra. Um, I mean, I feel like it really it really changed the game. Yeah, yeah. Cinema um, Paradiso just kills me. Just kills me. Uh-huh. Absolutely mm-hmm. kills me. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And the funny thing is, I I loved that movie from the first time I ever saw it when it came out. And I watched mm. it. I, I watched it for years. And I watched it at least once a year. And uh, and then one day I was sitting there and I'm going, you know, I wonder where they shot that. And it turns out I found out years later they shot it in the little town in Sicily where the D'Antonis come from. Oh my gosh! I know. Gosh! Wow. I mean, wow. could I could I cry any harder? <laughs> oh wow. I know. Wow. <laughs> so you you went to Yale? I did. How yep. how was that experience? 
it was real weird coming from Portland. I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was so strange. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I, it's, it's funny because I hadn't expected, I hadn't expected it. Like I, I applied there as kind of a, on, on a whim, essentially. I, uh, at the end of my, uh, of my high school career, I was, I was either like, I was, I was looking at, uh, Eastman for viola yeah. or, uh, there's, um, the Blair school in, uh, um, what was it in Nashville? Um, and then, and then Berkeley as well. Uh, yeah. it was, there were, there were these, these three kind of, uh, but I was going to go for music, um, to, to one of these places. And, and then I got this call <laughs> to Yale and I got in off the wait list, you know, wow. wait listed, but they ended up, uh, they ended up letting me in. And I just said, well, why the fuck not? You know, like, yeah. because it's, it's, yeah, it's, it, you know, I, it, it was, it was, uh, it was doable. Um, uh, and I, I, I went there and it changed, I mean, it changed my life forever. I, I don't, I, I don't think I would be doing nearly as much, um, stuff with choirs and with vocal music had it uh -huh. not been for that. I ended up being the, uh, the, uh, working with acapella groups there, uh, and arranging uh -huh. for acapella really, really changed my musicianship, um, and relationship with music, uh, quite a bit. Um, I, I, I got my first gigs in New York City through bands that formed a Yale. Like I, um, you know, it, it was, it, like I, I would, I definitely wouldn't have, I don't think ended up doing what I did in New York. Um, what kind of bands did you, what kind of bands did you play in, in, in New York? Uh, well, gosh, all sorts. I mean, so when I was in New York, I, I was, <laughs> I moved there to, to, to start a master's degree at Columbia in, <laughs> of all things, um, early music. So wow. I was, <laughs> I was really interested in like Gregorian, like I, I wanted to be like a musicologist and I, you know, so I was studying like troubadours and, you know, uh, uh, William Byrd and, you know, all, all, all that, all that stuff. Um, so I was doing, I was doing a lot of that music, but then I also, I, I got a gig with a bluegrass band, uh, or I mean, it wasn't, it, it was like Alison Krauss style, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. You know, I could play bass and I could sing the I harmony and, uh, and then I started getting more gigs with, uh, with folk singer songwriters. I worked, I worked for a long time. Felix McTeague, who was, uh, Maggie uh -huh. Roach's biological son. Um, and huh. one of, one of the, uh, greatest uh, songwriters that I've ever known. I mean, his, he's, I, I just, I loved, I loved his stuff. He, he died tragically this last, uh, summer. Huh. Uh, I think he was, he was about 50. Um, uh, but, um, but yeah, I played with him for many years. Uh, uh, played, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I, I gigged uh, all over, <laughs> all over New York city, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, tr tried to do it as a, as a jazz player for a while. Uh, I, I couldn't, I couldn't hack it with those guys. <laughs> playing, playing bass. <laughs> playing bass, yeah, wow. yeah. It was, it just, I mean, you know. Were you like a, were you, were you a Jocko fanatic? I, uh, Jocko fanatic. I, 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 I don't. I, I love listening to Jocko. I cannot yeah. play like, you know, like I, oh. I, I, I can play Portland <laughs> crazy, but that's about, you know, like, you know, all that, all that crazy choppy stuff. He, he's amazing though. Yeah. I mean, talk about game changer. Who was your jazz yeah. bass hero? Um, gosh, well, it'd be between, um, uh, Jimmy Garrison, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. One, and then, and then, you know, a, a, a younger person, uh, a Christian McBride. Oh for yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. That Josh Redman record, uh, I can't, now I can't remember what it was called, but it, it was the one that came out like in the mid nineties. Uh, and it was just such a, such a game changer. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I felt, um, you know, 
and, and McBride played all over that, and it was amazing. So. Whoa. Well, geez, nice to meet you. Yeah. Great. After all this time, you know, I mean, I, yeah. I, 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 I have a, I mean, this is, I think, number 277 that we've done of these. And uh, I always like to have to bring people back, but I also like to meet, have people on that I've never met before. Right. Uh, and for, and, and, and since we know so many of the same people, it's amazing that we've never met before. It's incredible. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how, that, how, but, but so great, so great to spend this time with you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for your time. Uh, and it was great to be away from the news. Yep. Yep. Thank God for that. Uh, yeah. That, that little refreshing pause. It's a break. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks a lot. This will be up uh, on the fourteenth. Uh, All right. Yeah, sounds great. On the fourteenth, and uh, you know, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll put the video of uh, Lowbrow Corral up. Is there is okay. there any any track uh, that 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 you think we should end this with? End this with like a Wonderly track. Yeah. Um, Why don't you think about it and send me an MP3? I sure will. I sure will. That okay. would be great. And we'll he, surprise you. Yeah, he's got a new one to drop. I'll, I'll send you. Yeah. Well, I have to have it by next week. Oh, no. I, I mean, I'll send it to you like today. Oh, okay. So then I can put it up. Yeah. Oh, yep. good. Good. Well, yep. that's great. What is it? Uh, the, the song, it's it's called Bay Ocean, and it's about the, this uh, town in um, uh on the on the Oregon coast in Tillamook Bay that ended up being fall, falling into the sea basically due to uh to, to climate change caused by humans. Wow. Yeah, back in back in the early 1900s. Whoa. Yeah, no it's a crazy story. <laughs> okay, can't wait. At least he didn't write one yeah. about the whale blowing up. We're gonna. That's, that's, that's on, that's on the talk. Oh yeah. No, that that's a yes. We're, we're, we're making a making a video for it. Uh, like, and that's all I can tell tell you about it. So. That's great. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. All right, man. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much, Tom. Real okay. pleasure to be on. All right. That's entertainment. <laughs> The last house fell in 